Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, 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 bon, bono. Hey, Cheryl. All right, I see you, girlfriend. Bono, bon, bono. Hey, man, get your ass out the street. Bono, bon, 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 bon. Who goddamn kids is these? Welcome back to another episode of Black Ass Podcast, a podcast so black, if it was a meal, it'd be catfish and spaghetti. What up, Midwest? What up, now? <laughs> this episode, I'm talking gym protests, the beauty of being a black woman, and you guessed it, it's Obama's fault. All that and more on this episode, Black Ass Podcast. Hey, hey guys, <laughs> hey there, hey guys, welcome back, thanks so much for coming back, I'm sorry I'm a little late today, I was having some real serious technical issues, I have been trying to um, record the podcast on a new platform and it's just between doing that and also my MacBook being on its last leg and I Listen, I am a Mac girl. I love MacBooks. I do. I think they're absolutely the better computer. But when they're ready for you to get a new computer, your computer just start fucking up. You could be like you ain't dropped it. You ain't put no water on there. You've done nothing to this computer but love it. You know, underbelly rubs on it. You ain't set it nowhere and let it get hot. You doing everything you supposed to do. Kissing it goodnight. Reading it a bedtime story. You ain't even looking up porn on that bitch because you want to make sure this mug stays chaste, if you will. <laughs> Man. But it's like after you done had a Mac for like five to six years it's just that shit just you open it up and it just start coughing you be like what the fuck is going <laughs> you're like how the fuck did my computer get the coronavirus like why is it acting up and it's just the the people at apple done sent some shit to your computer they they didn't just downloaded that shit right out the cloud they done put aids in the cloud and then that shit is immediately on your computer and it's like well shit so anyway, we got it figured out. We got it done. I just had to go back to the old way of doing things. And, and you know, it's one of those things where I didn't get high because I was like, I want to be sober to record this podcast. But being sober, I was more frustrated. If I was high, I would have been laughing and I probably would have got it figured out and it wouldn't have been nothing. But whatever, neither here nor there. Here we are, all of us together if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to the podcast so when it is late like this you'll just be going about your day like man fuck her she knew she talking about she's gonna bring the podcast back lying ass all of a sudden she come up missing blue, blue, blue. oh shit here go a new episode hey girl <laughs> oh god um so much to talk about um i want to give you guys one of my um realizations that I've had since being in quarantine uh like many of you I am learning so much one of the things I'm learning is I ain't getting shit done but let me tell you something I am the queen of ideas for other people right now like 
Let me tell you, I can't write a sentence to save my life. I can't even tell y'all how long I have been like, dra like dragging myself through writing this pilot. And every day it's just, I want to, I want to just bash my head through a glass table, but let somebody call me like, yo, um, so I found this, uh, ripped up purse that I was thinking about. I'm like, yo, you should make it a jacket. Matter of fact, start a whole line, a purse jacket, like make it like a stolen purse line, but it's like, into jackets and then you give some of it to charity here let me look up the website i mean i am doing legwork for motherfuckers soon as i get off the phone and i have to focus on my own work oh <laughs> i have nothing left i have nothing to give myself but oh my god i am a wellspring of fucking ideas for everybody else you know what you should do that's like my number one line in quarantine what you should do is okay you know what let me just i'm gonna just look it up you know what i'm gonna just register that you know matter of fact i'm just like why am i doing all this but i can't write two sentences for my own shit i hate me <sighs> so if you got an idea of something that you can't find your way through call me i'm telling you i'm gonna find it and your ass gonna be a millionaire and all i'm asking just like two percent kickback you know i ain't trying to be greedy two percent that's nothing you got a million dollar company let me just get a little two percent some you just kick me around i ain't tripping because listen 10 people give me two percent <laughs> a bitch is okay but that's not you know what i mean don't worry about that don't worry about that you just focus on let me help you make your shit great and then my little two percent that ain't that's nothing that ain't even your cocaine budget you know what i mean like you ain't gonna miss that shit Here's the other thing I'm learning. Every morning I got coronavirus. That's it. Every morning. Every morning I wake up and that <clears throat> and I'm like, got that shit, right? Or you wake up and you sneeze unprovoked. The wind ain't past your face or nothing. You just and it's like, yep. Yeah. When I hear people sneeze at this point, I'm like, that shit is like hearing gunshots. <laughs> Hearing somebody cough or sneeze legit feels like somebody got murdered. I was in my house the other day. I had my window open trying to get some air circulating or whatever. Because normally I have my windows closed. I'm like, whatever is outside, I don't want it in here. <laughs> I don't want nobody passing my door, breathing by my window. Windows stay closed. But this day, I happened to have my window open, yo. And somebody sneezed either in my building or the building next to me. And I'm telling you... <laughs> I ducked. <laughs> if you from the hood and you know what I'm talking about, where you hear gunshots and everybody like dive on the floor, like straight up skin, your knee dive on the floor and you just down there like they done. I don't, they might be done. I don't know. We're going to just stay down here and <laughs> let's let them settle. Whatever they're going to say. That's how I felt. I was like, let the coronavirus settle wherever it's going to settle. Man, as soon as I got up, I just took a Lysol wipe, wiped down the screen of my window and closed my window like, well, that's the end of oxygen for me. Like, I can't, there's no more oxygen. It's not going to happen no more. So, whatever that is in the morning where you wake up and it's like, you got your nose is stuffed up, you got a scratch in your throat, you got that sneeze, you know... Every morning, I just have to sit in my bed and be like, okay, so I got the coronavirus, so what are my steps? <laughs> it's like, 
when you pregnant and you got the baby bag by the door and you done worked out everything you gonna do that is me every morning trying to figure out how do i start my coronavirus care program um so that i don't die or have to go to the hospital um go ahead and get into this episode and of course uh try to keep it under 30 minutes and I want to start with the Jill Scott versus Erica Badu that happened on Saturday. And can we really call it a versus? I don't think so. I feel like it was a sisterhood moment. If I was a little kid, if I had to compare it to something in my childhood, I feel like it would be seeing being in the kitchen while my mom and my grandma was cooking and just hearing a conversation or just being at the foot of black women or around older black women as they're talking and sharing their stories. But what a gift. Now, and it wasn't even just the performances. It wasn't even just the music. It was also just the whole vibe and energy around it. It was, it wasn't like baby facing Teddy Riley, you know, of course the technical issues and stuff like that but it just felt so much more connected it felt so much more personal it felt so much more i don't know it could also just be that these songs i connect with these songs so much and with the lyrics i feel like wherever you are in your relationship whether you're in a relationship whether you're going through something where y'all happy whatever whatever is happening in your life those songs highlight your life in some way wherever you are there's a song that highlights exactly where you are i i was this was a blessing this was a sermon so many of these songs of course i'm like i'm a huge erica badu fan i'm a huge jill scott fan so i know the songs but to hear them kind of back to back and then hear letting seeing them sharing their stories oh it made it so special it made it so freaking special and then when they started shouting out other singers, that was so cool. I mean, that was so freaking cool because I feel like it absolutely opened uh, this audience who maybe never heard of some of these artists to go and look them up. And if you don't know about Phyllis Hyman, if you don't know about Angela Bofield, when they pulled Angela Bofield out, I was like, oh, they going, they, they going in. Um, Layla Hathaway, of course. Um, I wish they would have said Lettucey. Lettucey's voice, woo. Oh my God. But if you're not up on music from that era or music from like uh, Eric Badu and just their peer group and then people that came before them, Shaka Khan and stuff like that, do yourself a favor and get into your iTunes, your Spotify, Pandora, do that little three months for 99 cent, whatever you need to do with your life right now. So you can really get into the crates and get into some music and get into some instrumentation. Roy Ayers, when they played this, um, I forgot what song it was. And she was like, oh, Roy Ayers had the little breakdown on there. It was a couple of people. I was like, yo, it was people playing like kazoos. The mugs was making kazoos sound good. That's real ass instrumentation. And instrumentation changes the whole vibe of it. That shit, when you hear somebody on that bass and they be dropping that bass, bass guitar, I'm saying. That shit just hit different than some electronic music i'm not saying electronic music is not good i'm just saying i feel for me there's a different connection with real real instruments right and then singers like erica badu and jill scott that's going to vocally give you that say that's going to match the instrumentation with their vocals oh oh my god um 
But the, some of these songs are just so classic. I know I'm going to be a 60-year-old woman singing, Is It The Way? Is It The Way? That's one of those, like, it's it's up there with Shy. It's up there with And If I Ever Fall In Love. It's up there with uh, Can We Talk. To me, I feel like that's definitely one of those songs where if you're in a group of people, everybody going to sing it out. Um, I Want You, Erica Baidu, man. Or is it won't let go? I just, you know, I, I, I want you to that shit. What I think Erica Badu does well with her songs is it flips, it changes. You're never just going through the song on one level. She's going to, you know, the, the beat is going to change. The tempo is going to change. It's She's just giving you a whole experience with one song. Love it. Anyway, shout out to both of them. Them ladies gave a sermon and crown royal on ice. I don't care at what point I leave this earth. I'm never going to hear the word crown royal and not think of Jill Scott song. Like, I don't even know if I'll think this, the drink first, even if somebody say, Hey, you want something to drink? I got some crown in here. I'm going to immediately be like, yo, hands on my hip for me. Right. Like you can't not, you can't separate them. You cannot. So that was an awesome uh, versus shout out to both of them. I'm definitely, I'm going to get that shirt. I saw that Erica Badu was selling merch and one of the shirts, it was like a sweatshirt or something, but it was just the written poster of their verses. And I need that. Like that to me is going to be one of those posters. If you ever see vintage posters of like a Muhammad Ali fight or vintage posters of um miles davis or something performing somewhere i feel like that's going to be one of those posters that you'll see in somebody's house years from now and be like oh snap you was at the you went to the yeah i was at the instagram versus <laughs> yeah i was in there michelle obama was there too <laughs> but uh i really feel like they should make that a poster i would you know if i have to get the shirt i'll get it but i feel like i would prefer it as a poster um but Thank God for that versus because there's so much other shit going on. It just was a nice break from the other bullshit I'm about to talk about. Uh, <laughs> so thank you, Jill Scott and Erica Badu, for just being amazing and just reminding the world how magical, magical black women are. It's real. And I'm not saying that as to say that we're invincible. I'm just saying that magical in a way that we have a power a essence a a light that is healing that is empowering that is nurturing it's just so special so anyway I just one day strive to be that kind of influence and experience for somebody else right but for now I'm just gonna be a hood rat that I always wanted to be <laughs> Uh, um, all right. In other news, there are, they are continuing protests to open up the States. Uh, the latest one is in Florida. They are protesting because they want the state to open the gyms back up. This to me is the goofiest shit I have seen in a long time. Uh, so basically 
a bunch of people got together and it wasn't even a bunch. It was maybe like 20 people got together in Florida outside the mayor's office and they are doing workouts on the sidewalk because they want them to open the gym. But it's like you're doing a workout outside of the gym. So bitch, you don't need the gym open. First, let me take it back. First of all, I am definitely one of those people when I see these protest videos, I am scrolling through. I am enlarging the picture. I am checking every angle to see if it's some black people there. I don't know if anybody else is doing it, but I'm legit like, who cousin is this? Who damn cousin? When I see black people in this stupid shit, I immediately get mad. And I haven't seen them though. Until this protest, there was a black dude doing some very weak push-ups i'm like you out here protesting to open the gym but bro that weak ass push-up you can you should be doing that shit in your house my thing is as a black person we all know collectively as a collective that you can take your ass to the park and work your ass out right in the park the park got the little pull-up thing. They got the little jungle gym shit. You can hang from something over there on that jungle gym situation and do a damn pull-up. Based on how weak this dude's push-up was, he ain't adding no extra, extra weight. So it ain't like he missing his 450-pound leg press. And if, you, if you're pressing 450 pounds, guess what? Get your ass up under a Ford Escort and push that shit up. I bet you that's the same workout. And Instagram. Do you know how many Instagram fitness people are online all the time? There is a there is no limit to the amount of workouts on Instagram. I don't think these people don't want to. They not pressed to go to the gym. You know why? I don't believe they pressed to go to the gym. Well, let me not say that. These are also people that don't wash their legs. So I feel like they don't have no problem being in the gym. But the gym is the last place I will want to be in the middle of a pandemic. And it's not even that the gym itself isn't being clean. I'm not saying that the, the people who own the gym aren't doing what they need to do. I'm talking about all the nasty people that are coming to the gym. See, before this shit happened, I had a gym membership and I would go and I'm the person that gets to the machine and I'm going to wipe it down. I'm going to work out and then I'm going to wipe it down again. And I'm wiping it down because I know the person who got up before me who was on it before me, ain't clean that shit off. And I'm talking about people in there sweating. Is you know, it's even if it's air conditioned, some people just sweat. I'm a sweater. I'm one of those people, once I, one drop of sweat hit, it's a wrap. I'm going to be soaking wet. So that's why I'm actively wiping up after myself just to make sure I'm not leaving anything behind. Do you think everybody else is doing that? Hell no. Matter of fact, majority a lot of people going to the gym ain't even wearing clean gym clothes so you think i'm about to risk at this point honestly i feel like these people who are at these protests and they so pressed for the city to open up and they so pressed and whatever whatever there needs to be a coronavirus dart you can just shoot in their neck so they can just go ahead and get it if they don't already have just give it to them so they can get how real this thing is because they're not gonna get it they're gonna always feel like i want to go out and get my peanut butter sandwiches out at the farmer's market right but if you hit them in the neck with that coronavirus dart then they're gonna be like oh i need to take my ass home that's the thing that's gonna get these people in the house and i think there just needs to be somebody smacking people with a corona a wet coronavirus napkin 
some tissue somebody sneezed in they had the coronavirus smack them dead across their face so they can get the message then we wouldn't have to be dealing with this shit sidebar y'all the dick got the rona the dick got the rona chinese researchers who tested sperm of men infected with covid19 found that the a minority of them had a new coronavirus in their semen mm 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 so now coronavirus then morphed into HIV. Like, can we get a break? I don't know how y'all feeling, but I'm going to speak for myself and my vagina. We are tired of this bullshit. <laughs> Give us free. I just want to put the pussy on the chain wax and <laughs> it's and everything is telling me it's not gonna happen now I'm not saying that I want to go out and have unprotected sex I'm not saying that I'm just saying that it would be nice to not have to have sex and hold the condom up on this man's body <laughs> okay I don't want to get too graphic mama okay I'm sorry. Look, hey, go over there with grandma and them. I didn't even call. You know, I was talking about, uh, you heard me say the dick. So I wasn't talking about Dick Trace. Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm not raising my boys. <sighs> can you just go, can you go back with grandma? <laughs> Every time I start talking about sex, my, my mama want to float in. Oh. <laughs> I told you, ma, don't listen to this part. So I'm not saying I want to go out and have unprotected sex. I'm saying that I at least want peace of mind when I'm having protected sex with a random dude. I don't want to have to worry about the protected sex with a random dude that might kill me with his fist, but also kill me with his coronavirus dick. Like, damn, can we get a break? We already can't go outside. I just want to put my ass by the mail slot and let some dick come in. <laughs> can you just put, can you just put, slide your dick? <laughs> I'm laughing because I can see some dude humping the door. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. This, to me, confirms that we're not about to be back out this house. I don't know what people are thinking, but this release date, to me, is just, we'll go to McDonald's when you get your grades up, but you won't never get your grades up, so you don't never go to McDonald's? Yo, we'll be out of the house when y'all stay in the house, but don't ain't everybody ain't staying in the house, so we never gonna be out the house. It's the same process. It's the same... <sighs> Mm-mm-mm. So we now you just can't even be in a house and only be worried about the dude you fucking murdering you. You got to worry about him, his dick having a Rona and his dick murders you. Which, you know, pre-corona <laughs> was like, work? <laughs> That is for a whole other episode. Um, 
But anyway, so everybody, please proceed with caution because uh, the dick got the Rona. All right. So last story as we get ready to get on up out of here. Um, so Mitch McConnell is claiming that Obama didn't leave a pandemic plan. And that's why Trump is eating dick with this coronavirus uh, response and why so many lives are being lost in this pandemic. And whew, number one, I mean, this whole team lies all the time. So why would we believe anything that they're saying? Right. That's number one. But also this in this moment, it was absolutely like in the last couple of weeks that I became very clear of what make America great again means. Um, it's these white people want to go back to a time where they, nothing that they did was their fault where they could take credit for whatever accomplishments a black man had. So I'm thinking right around like Jim Crow reconstruction, slavery times where, a black person invents something because they're trying to make their hard ass life easier. And then a white person just come and take it and then file the paperwork. And of course a black person can't say nothing because nobody is going to take their word for it and, or they can't get the paperwork to file it, you know, but this white dude gets to take all the credit and act like this is something that he came up with 11 herbs and spices. Come on, bitch. Come on, bitch. I don't care. At no point you going to make me believe that a white person decided to put 11 herbs and spices and white people today barely use salt and pepper get the fuck out of here yo but that's exactly what he's doing but when the shit goes wrong oh that's not my fault that that was him that was on him so they could kill somebody and then blame a black person and then still get away with it no that ain't right Barack ain't been president for damn near four whole ass years so everything that's going wrong is Trump's fault period he disbanded the pandemic response team all of the warnings didn't close the borders didn't get impeached yo this man said it was gonna one day disappear like a miracle first of all when this man said it's gonna disappear like a miracle somebody should have been like all right all right come on come on grandpa let's get him in the chair let's wheel him up out of here this this little wig piece then clearly rotted in through through his scalp and has now turned his brain into mush because how the fuck do that make sense how is that even a response that you would take in front of the world not even just oh i'm saying this in front of this room full of people this is a response that came out of your mouth as the president of the united states of america that went out to the world you said that this shit was going to just one day disappear like a miracle and you still had your job i don't give a fuck what barack obama did when he was in office that ain't got shit to do with you saying i'm not concerned it's a hoax and one day it's going to disappear like a miracle. Are you fucking kidding me? And you still clocked into work. 
Think about what you do in your day. Think about whatever your job is. Think about you having a specific set of things that you are supposed to do in order to fulfill your duties in whatever position that is. That shit could be changing out the fry grease at McDonald's. You mean to tell me you ain't changing out the fry grease? The fry grease get molded or it goes rancid or whatever happens. And But your response is, oh, one day it's going to disappear like a miracle? Bitch, you don't work at McDonald's no more. Are you fucking kidding me? And the fact that instead of people being like, yo, we need to get this see now as man out of office, People just continue to repeat what he's saying. Like, real talk, by November 2020, when this next election rolls around, of course, gerrymandering and everything else that's going on. So make sure you know your voting status. Make sure you're staying up on your voting status. Make sure you talk to the people around you to make sure that they know their voting status. Um after this election, there should be no more Republicans left. Republicans need to start from scratch. Republicans need a full overhaul. They need to remember when, <laughs> remember when Starbucks had them black people arrested and they just closed all their stores. Like, okay, we need to sit down and really go through and see how we can be a better company. That's what Republicans need to do because at this point, none of them are fit for any position anywhere. I don't even want Republicans passing out flyers in White House. It in like DC. I don't think Republicans should even be allowed into the Capitol building. Like lock all of them out. You ever seen that? Um, it's a picture of a guy holding up a sign and he says, close all the borders to white people until we figure out what's going on. Yo, close all doors to Republicans until we figure out what's going on. Because, and I don't care about the Republicans that all of a sudden want to say something. That's in the fourth quarter. You don't get to stand by silently through all of this shit. And then all of a sudden try to low-key have some heart, right, when it's coming around to election time. No, all that heart was needed when they were stealing freaking um the judge seats, when it was impeachment time, when all these women was coming up uh, saying that he raped, like, there have been so many moments and just the way this whole pandemic thing rolled out, this is on Republicans head. And the fact that none of them stepped up, none of them had the balls to say something. No, we, we've been through enough. The last thing we need is some more clownery. Cause when you do clownery, <laughs> I don't even know the whole quote, but just Monique saying, cause when you do clownery, why is that so funny to me? Um, I'm going to leave it there and just remind everybody to make sure you know your voting status. Gerrymandering is real. That shit is happening. So if you're in a state where you can do mailing voting, mail in voting, then do that. Make sure you are checking online because they're definitely kicking people off the voting registration and saying they're not registered, even though you are. So just continue to check on it. I'm checking like every three weeks just to make sure. And then probably more than that as we get closer. And um, I just want to remind everybody that, you know, Yes, you might be frustrated with who the candidate is, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, like I said before, it's just the fourth quarter. We got to get it, period. And uh, voting isn't just about the president. It's not just about that seat. It's about making sure you're voting in people who can support and or block laws that the person in that highest seat is trying to put through.
and yeah, you know, suck it up. We all black people been voting for how long? We still ain't got 99% of the shit that we need, but we continue to vote because we understand that there is power in voting. So make sure that you, um, do your part. Finally, um, I didn't talk about it, but I just would like to end by acknowledging and saying the names of Amud Aubrey and Le Taylor. Both were senselessly killed. Um, just living their life as black people, uh, sending, I would like to send my prayers of strength and light and justice to their families and loved ones. And also a prayer of anal rape to the people who are responsible for their death. I mean, that's where I'm at with it. And also before I go a big fuck you to the NYPD who are actively harassing and arresting black people for not social distancing or whatever this is, but meanwhile, handing out face masks to white people in Central Park. Fuck every last one of y'all. I hope you leave your house with bacon grease on your pants and get bit by your goddamn canine police officer dog. Fuck all of y'all. All right. Thanks so much. That does it for me here. Make sure you follow the podcast um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. It's everywhere. And of course, follow me, hrcomedy.com. I'm out, y'all.